This podcast is brought to you by Central, helping schools work smart. Hello, I'm Colin Klupik, and you're listening to Central Station, where I talk with a diverse range of people committed to making a positive impact on education. You can subscribe to these interviews wherever you get your podcasts, and to keep in touch, you can join us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Pammy Chatterton is the assistant principal at Picnic Point Public School in Sydney's southwest. About halfway through 2018, the school began using the Central Parent Portal and app, and it's fair to say that the impact has been very positive. There was massive adoption of the portal by the parent body and an increase in the speed and efficiency of outbound communication from the school. But as Pammy describes, there's more to communication than just new technology. It involves shifting perceptions on what communication means and reflection on the changing responsibilities in a world where messages are so easily sent. Pammy, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. In your role as assistant principal over the years, can you share with us how you feel that the the nature of communication has changed in, in the school environment? We communicate so much more with parents and with the electronic communication. It has just totally changed the way that we can so quickly and easily get our information out to the parents, be it either by email or by um, text message, um, And with the introduction of Central into our school, that's just taken off in the last two years. Um, The the ability to be able to email through Central with all the groups and push things out to the portals just made a massive difference with being able to communicate in this digital life. How have the uh, parents taken up communicating via email through the portal. I mean, I guess, and the reason why I ask that is I guess most people in their day-to-day life would probably be accustomed to communicating with friends or relatives or, or, or for work purposes just directly through email, but you've just mentioned that you do it directly through the central portal. How have the parents responded to that? Uh, we had a massive... We When we introduced the parent portal um, mid-last year, we had a massive uptake most of our families are actually on the portal um, and it is just so much easier to be able to send out emails via groups and activity groups and cohorts. There's so much different varieties of ways that we can send our information out rather than just go and type in email addresses or go find specific families. Like It's just time-saving for us and for our office staff is incredible because people now want information quicker they want it fast so our parents have really embraced it and um, because the information flows through from um, EBS4 and and, and Earn we actually had just one email address come in and with our parents most of them now have um, two parents have their email address so that everybody's getting the information. So in, in that sense, I, I guess you've got uh, a centralised form of control. In, in terms of getting the messages out, that's become a lot easier. And then on the other side then, given the fact that you've had a massive take-up, do you feel that that uh, information transmission has also been effective? So there's the distribution side of it. There's like getting the message out. But then do you feel that the parents are actually also making use of it and then reading it? I mean, it sounds like an obvious question, but it's, it's one that needs to be asked. Um, no, I think they are. I think they are. Um, like the, the old days of sending notes home 
we still send notes home if we need a response, like with money. But the old modes of being able to send notes home, one of our, once as we're doing communication with our parents at the moment, one of our surveys says, what is the best way that you would like your communication information dispersed from school to home? And they said our newsletter, which is something that we email out, but we also put it onto the parent portal so they can access it any time. And the other thing that is just our parents think is massive and it's not communication as such but it is is the calendar the use of to be able to use the calendar through the portal because mm. as we put things on in real time it's going straight to the parents so when we've got things like sport and um like we have things on our calendar that are happening in 2020 with camps and for seniors so the parents are and when when it's down the parents are you know, they'll be phoning up saying what's going on and asking. So, yeah, I think they do definitely read the stuff that we send home. Mm. Probably not every parent, but most. Definitely. And we have a very uh, conscientious group of parents. Something that you mentioned there is has brought up a memory, of, uh, like a personal memory for me from years ago when you said that you do sometimes send notes home. I've got this memory of myself being at primary school with notes in my bag, and they usually end up at home in a slightly less better condition than when they started if you know what I mean um, my, my question is <laughs> these days does does anyone send any kind of note home I mean there might be the odd occasion but is have we completely shifted to electronic these days not yet I, I'm sure it will come especially we haven't ventured into that part of central yet where we can actually do online um, consent forms but it will come to that so we only really send home paper notes that have to have a tear off that you return back to school with a signed consent but that that capability I know is available but we haven't ventured into there yet um, I know our office lady would like us to because um, yeah, that, that is the way it is going and moving into a... I don't think we'll ever be a paperless world, but um, we, we def- definitely don't use as much paper as we used to. Being able to send our glory, our um, newsletter home is massive. We used to... It used to take days to uh, collate, put together, then print out and send out 300 via paper. Now it just takes one day and it's massive. As far as the being the communicator is concerned, I mean the, the school is the originator of the of the content. Given the fact that things are so convenient and quick and easy, as you previously mentioned, do you feel that the responsibilities of the communicator have changed? So that the person originating or the organisation origin, originating the information can do so very quickly. Does that bring with it a new responsibility? Uh, definitely, especially with um, a school like ours, we're quite um, pedantic about making sure things are. Are very similar, like we make sure that all of our notes are on the same letterhead and, and that the content is of a certain standard. We're quite particular about how we send things home. We we want people to realise that we're not just, it's not just, you know, all primary school and high schools are the important ones. We want to set out a really important image of what we do. So it has, it is definitely... Um, there has to be a chain of somebody making sure that everything is the same and not just everybody can just send out whatever, especially that in this day where everything that's digital is there forever. You've definitely got to be careful about what you say, how you say it, to make sure that you put a professional face across. How do you feel about those changes? As, as 
as an individual looking back over time and, and looking at your school community, how, how do you feel about the, the way that the, the, the nature of communication has changed? Is, apart from the convenience and the, and the speed, is, is it actually better? It, I think it is actually better, but it could be taken as less personal um, because there's a lot more emails going back and forth rather than phoning a parent and speaking to them, um, and it, which is all, all time. It, unfortunately, time is um, is very in in great demand at the moment and it, there's, there's so much more happening. It's kind of sad that we're moving away from that um, but it's also exciting too and you've just got to make, just keep it in mind that when you, you can do the personal things and still keep it personalised and not too corporate business. So what's the, so what's the, what's the preference that uh, parents are expressing I guess through their through their actions in terms of the way they would like to communicate with the school. So we've we've talked mainly about getting the message out, but how do, how does the message come back? Uh, currently, at the moment, parents and as, uh, parents uh, they do come up to the teachers, they come up to the office, or they'll ring if they want to give us information. We do get the odd um, letters come in. Um, it is more more phone calls and still very face to face type communication. So they haven't uh, gone to the point of just saying, I'll just send them a text? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, see, um, it, see, they can't text. We discouraged teachers giving out their personal mobiles, and the school doesn't actually have one, which is kind of odd to me that we don't have one. Ah, so, that's like, interesting. Like, if you go on camps, yeah. So when we go on camps and things, as the assistant principal, I give out my phone number, but only to... Any parents that, like if we have a parent that has a medical issue, um, other than that, we tell the parents if there's an, an emergency or if you need to contact us, you contact the school and the school will contact us. So it is kind of, we still have that bit of a barrier where we have to say on who can contact us. Um, although now with emails, we get a lot more emails coming into a teacher's inbox, whereas they would have gone past the office in the past so how do the um, teachers feel about using a centralised system to, to get messages out and, and communicate with parents in that way? Is the, uh, is the feeling generally unanimous across the board? Oh, yes, definitely. And the, the, the teachers, it, it's basically just a case of upskilling them. Um, you do have to keep things in order that, you know, like if we are going to send out active, um, groups like for dance groups or sports groups, as long as the activity is made and it's updated, um, it saves so much time for the teachers. Or if they do do something, then giving it to the office ladies, so it's, it saves time for them. And so once communication has been established between a teacher and, say, a parent via uh, the teacher's email and the parent's private email, I suppose, is that is that a useful form of connection once that initial form of connection has been made? Yeah, it, it definitely can be. Well, depending on the... Um, on the situation, if it's, it's if it's where there's going to be a constant back and forth, it's definitely much easier. And like I say, with time being poor, it's so much easier to just flick a flick an email than it is to, oh, I've got to make time to make a phone call and try and catch that parent when they're not busy, when you're not busy. And <laughs> as you say, uh, schools, there's 
always something comes up somewhere along the line. So you said you had a, a massive take-up of, of the portal um, in, with your central installation. In terms of the future, just looking a bit further down the track, uh, how, how do you think that you'd like to see ele- electronic communication evolve with parents as time passes? Well, I would, I, I'm really looking forward to, we have the app as well, and I am really looking forward to seeing some upgrades in the app because we would love to be able to send out push notifications easily. We have, a lot of our parents have trouble with the app and it, it, it's not the app's fault and it's not, it's probably more the user, user error than the app error. Plus we need to tighten up our, our procedures of how we get our information out. But um, yeah, push notifications would be really good because it's so instantaneous. It's like if a bus is running late and like uh, if we call wet weather for sport, getting that information out quickly and easily to the parents is, is fantastic. Um, moving forward, mm. Some way of perhaps being able to bring that personal side of uh, the communication back in. Because as, as I was reflecting on this conversation, I thought I can remember when I uh, started teaching a long time ago, um, there, there was the time when there was just one computer in the staff room and you, have, you might have had one computer for X many staff and there might have been 20 or 30 people in the room. Uh, and then, you know, responding to a direct email from a parent was uh, was quite a challenging thing. You sort of, this thing pops up on the screen, you go, oh, what am I, what am I going to do with that? Um, I, I would suspect that most of your teachers now would, would probably not remember a time like that. Do, does, is this all just kind of normal for your current staff? It has become really just a normal part of the daily life, especially with the introduction of Central and they use it so much. Every teacher has a computer on their desk and um, so they we still actually only have one computer in the staff room, but every and everybody has, has it in their hand with their um, phone. I use Central on my phone so much. If I'm walking around the playground and somebody goes, oh, which child's in which class, all that's easy all that information is right there, easy to get, which is just makes life so easy. Like we're at a swimming carnival and we need to know some information. It's right in the palm of my hand on a phone. Even our, our, our staff, they've all been given an iPad each as well, which means it's right there. I guess that uh, adds a lot of, uh, I guess, just simple convenience to a day, just taking out some of the menial tasks is it is it ever a, a, an issue that people say, oh, you know, I think I'd actually really like to write on a piece of paper again? Do you ever get that response? No, I do. We do have some old school people that like the old school ways of doing things, but we're lucky here. Our staff have really embraced um, how to use it. And a, a lot of primary school is the theatrics of, you know, writing things down in a book for a kid to see. But even the children are getting used to, you know, that sit in front of a computer and put something in or make notes um, and even showing results on a computer screen now. It, it's just becoming part of day-to-day life. They don't – yeah, I haven't heard anybody say, I wish we'd go back to a pen. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a little bit uh, frightening. I I have a young son myself as well, and uh, I'm I'm surprised at some of the things that he's able to do just from a basic functionality point of view. Because I think, well, I didn't teach him that, and I'm not aware of his primary school actively teaching those skills. And uh, when he when he then tries to move things around on my on my MacBook screen, I have to say, sorry, mate, it's it's not a touch screen. 
And he just looks at me and goes, what do you mean it's, what do you mean it's not a touchscreen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I teach, I teach the technology here at school, so I will bring up a Word document and I'll say to the kindy kids, how do you make this picture bigger? The question is to click on the handles and drag, but the kids walk up to the touchscreen and try to zoom it out like you would on a iPad or a, or a phone. They're, that's their world. I guess as we move forward as well, we'll, we'll see a greater integration, as you mentioned before, between the portal's capability and the app, and there's, there's always moves towards that. And I, th- I think that's generally happening across the board with, with web-based applications, which also have a... Uh, uh, if you want to call it uh, a, a companion app or something, a, a mobile app that works with it, and then when you think about the fact that the, the the young kids these days have got such a natural tendency to want to do things in a in a mobile environment, I guess we'll we'll just see more of that uh, coming into just I guess general classroom instruction. I guess that that also raises another issue, I suppose, in terms of our, our views on on learning. Do you do you see um do you see any kind of uh, threats happening there in the future, or is it is it are they largely outweighed by the opportunities and the benefits? Oh, that, that's a, that's quite a loaded question because you look at the kids today, and um, especially with communication, they can communicate easily by a device, but they're actually losing the art of being able to have a conversation with somebody without a device. The more and more problems we see in our playground are kids not being able to play together because they're so used to something ta- something telling them to take turns. So it, it's sort of a double-edged sword because it's adding so much value to life, but there are little things taken away. Like you say, I remember when, you know, they go out and run around and play make-up games. Now they don't need to because the games are given to them in, a, in an exciting way. And real communication, well, it has to change to keep up with the times, to keep up with the kids. But um, it'll be interesting to see what happens over over time. As you say, there's been an enormous take-up of, of the Portal product with your, with your uh, parent community. And one would hope that parents would take the time to consider that as well and then and open up that dialogue with their students, as, as I'm sure the teachers do as well, about responsible use of technology and, and, how that should, uh, and how that should impact their daily lives at school. I'm assuming that you would have some kind of uh, uh, feedback from the parents as well about how that's all going. What have you heard from them? Um, yes, yeah, the, the feedback from the parents is they love the portal. They really love the portal. They love the calendar. That's one of their favourite things. Um, uh, they also, with the portal, be uh, able to to um, check the children, their students' absences, and to be able to respond. Um, we send out. We never used to be before last year. We started sending out SMSs if a child's not at school. Um, we don't have a massive his um, low problem here at this school, but it's it's actually tightening up our. Um, the way we our, our procedures as well, so for them to be able to just look at the absences, see what's going on, and to be able to respond to them and send in an absence without having to write a piece of paper, find a, a lot of the parents go, oh, I couldn't even find a piece of paper in my house, but uh-huh. I can text message back easy that so and so is away because they're sick today. I suspect they probably couldn't find a pen either. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. a working one. Yeah, in other words, I need a piece of paper, but to make the paper work, I also need a pen. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> well, Pammy, it, th- it sounds like it's made some great changes right across the board. Um, thanks so much for uh, giving us some of your time today and uh, all the best with that in the future. Pleasure, thank you. It is a fantastic product. We love it. You've been listening to Central Station. For more information about our guests and interview transcripts, 
head on over to central.com.au slash podcast. I'm Colin Klupik. Until next time, bye for now.